0: Every day, elevate. Hey. Every day, elevate. Hey. Every day. Hey, it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. It is me. It is you <laughs> and I at Take the Elevator. Yes. Whoop whoop.
1: So, Jen, I know you had something planned, not quite sure what it is and how it was going to go. And I'm good with that. I am really, really good. I was just wondering, though, would you mind if we took a slight detour? And if we get back on course, great. But if not, then maybe we'll just have a little bit of
0: fun. You okay with that? Am I okay with fun? Is that a trick question? (laughs) Never. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you're bringing this up because our weekend has been fun. And I actually had a couple of coaching sessions Uh, On Sunday, Mm -hmm. and people are telling me that life has become too intense, the pressure is too high, burnout's happening, and they're really just living in the moment, recognizing that for what it is that they just got through that moment, and no one's really planning way ahead. Because it's it really right now, it's day by day. So heck yeah, let's have fun. Life is too serious. Right? It so, is.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling that exact same way. And I'm not stressed right now. And I'm not overworked or overwhelmed. It's just that, like you said, we had a really good, fun weekend. We were out and about in Claremont. We went to a lovely farmer's market, which was just totally incredible. Yeah. I so love organic fruit organic vegetables and the scenery of when people come out together to celebrate that kind of stuff. You want to share just a little bit on your experience walking around the farmer's market and seeing all that great and wonderful food.
0: Well, the produce of course is bar none. And it's so hard to pick like which farmer, you know, you support. Right. Because we saw farmers from Chino, from Riverside, And it's like you just want to support every booth. So what we did is we kind of did a zigzag, right? We went one across the way and then the other for other things. Right. So and then I it's so inspiring because you see people out there and it's just good vibes. People just happy to be around each other. Yeah. And happy to support one another. And so that energy carries on into preparing dinner. And it actually carried on into our time together yeah just you know really light easy um healthy yeah funny how that happens Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah uh and then they also honor different artisans every week and i think they're different so i said that didn't i yeah uh we bought a painting Uh,
1: oil painting correct
0: yeah For a coffee bar. Very nice. Very nice. And it's so cool because you meet all these people. And everyone is so quick to share their story and to listen to one another's story. So it just, you know, we've been talking about communication and just putting your devices down to really connect. And everyone there was on that page. I didn't see anyone on their devices if only to take pictures. And payments. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yes, payments. And then there was this really fun, um, older group of musicians there. Corey, please tell me you remember their names. The
1: Neighborhood Family Band or something like that. Not quite sure of the exact name.
0: Yeah. And when you saw them play, they just filled with joy, doing what they love, happy to share their gifts with everyone walking by.
1: Yeah, it just reminded me of like when you're at Disneyland and you hear the the musicians playing, but they were authentic. So you just like, wow, it just really blows you away. There was a a stand-up bass guitar, a couple of banjos, a regular guitar, and they just played and had a great time. You know, guys, what we really get excited about is not, we get excited about the people, but we get excited about the entrepreneurship that, that comes together and how you can support other entrepreneurs when they're trying to leave the ordinary mm-hmm. everyday mundane things. I mean, I'm not saying that our jobs are mundane and ordinary, but it takes a different kind of person to pursue their own passions and dreams and entrepreneurship because you're by yourself. You you have, no, uh, corporation to back you up and and support you in, in that endeavor. And if you do, then you're kind of still underneath that thumb of the corporate world. So yeah, that's why we get so excited about it. Yeah,
0: and from my point of view, it was just great to see the senior citizen community out. I yes. mean, to be so expressive in their creativity. We saw that one guy who made, I think, banjos too from cigar boxes. Yeah, and I'm getting one of those. Oh my
1: gosh, it was so cool to see how a cigar box, some regular strings, and I think it was like a yardstick that he used, and then he put some electronics inside the the box to where you can plug up to a an amp and sound like you are really doing the darn thing. You know, it just it was great.
0: Yeah, and let's talk about what he used as the transmitter. It was—it's like one of those old bottle caps on the Coca-Cola bottle. Yeah, the glass bottles. Yeah, and it's the metal, and that's what he put on there, and it was so amazing. And so, and then he played in it—ukuleles and banjos. Yeah. So I think for me, it inspires me because we hear stories about older people who are in homes and. You know, I've seen that firsthand what that looks like, and then to see people out there in the sun, meeting people, showing their work, and sharing it with the world. Yep. Uh, you know, and I know that a lot of people aren't traveling too much right now. Maybe they're they don't feel like they should, or there's some red tape to get through, and you can't get through those we have this amazing world around us mm-hmm. and we don't have to fly away or get on a ship to visit the world that we're in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: One more thing, Jim, before we move on, I, we met a guy, an older man, older gentleman who was still producing his own film. Like he was taking pictures and photos with an old school <sighs> That's camera. Right. And he just said, I just, I can't get past the, the, the way it feels, the way it looks. And he said he just wanted the rest of the world to take a deep breath. He didn't say slow down. He just said take uh. a deep breath because he was still so interested in producing his own film and developing his own film. And I, and I just thought, wow, that's that's a, a technique and an art that's kind of died out. And so it's interesting to still see the the older generation. And I, and I feel like we're creeping up there slowly. So I, I'm hoping we hold on to some of our – um, original craftsmanships and and school uh, skill sets that we acquired when we were younger.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's great that people are going back to the art forms yeah. of a lot of things that we know that have been replaced for technology. Yeah. As we were talking about that stuff, so I love this. I'm having fun. I hope you guys are. We'd love to hear. You know the kind of things that you guys are seeing the nostalgia that's happening despite all of this um when we come back Corey, i like you know if we're gonna have fun
1: let's have some fun
0: yeah i'd love to play some never have i ever okay
1: i am definitely with that and
0: see where that opens up Uh we'll be right back every day elevate This first one's pretty funny because it's projected for where I work. We're supposed to be back, I think, around January, February, whichever it is in the office. So now the thing is, is we've got to tell the truth. And of course we will. And for those listening, you know, wherever you're at, if you're with other people, play the game with us. Um, We're hoping that this just connects everyone and brings back wonderful memories. Maybe not so good memories, but either way. Bring us back in time. So never have I ever, where is that? Um, never have I ever eaten someone else's lunch from the office fridge.
1: Oh, hell no. I'm sorry I had to use the <laughs> H-E double hockey sticks word, but that is just not going to happen. I would never, ever, ever do that under any circumstance. I, You know what? I would probably have to be about starving before I would do that. And then I would still have cringe moments because I just don't, I don't believe in that. I don't. I don't do that. No. How about you?
0: I've never stolen food, but you know, since you're being honest, <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> um, I've made coffee and did it feel like the powdered creamer, mm-hmm. and so there's good creamer in the fridge, uh-huh. and I took some. Oh, and so Jen. I thank you, whoever that was, and I think there was the, a sign that says "Do not touch." <gasps> yes
1: oh my gosh
0: yes and then i felt so bad and i was like i already took it and so what i did was the next day i put a new bottle in okay. <laughs> but i didn't say from jen thank right. you no of
1: course not because you were like <laughs> you touched my creamer yeah
0: right um this one never have i ever overdrafted my bank account oh my gosh yes <laughs> And more power, too, if you've never done that.
1: Right. No, When I, especially when I was younger. I tried my darndest nowadays never to do that because we have... Well,
0: multi- the fees are ridiculous. Yeah, It's like $35, right. I believe.
1: Yeah, you don't want to do... For jerk. them
0: to cover, I mean, even if you overdraft any amount, even yeah. if it's less than a dollar, a matter of pennies. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So I definitely have. Don't like it if you never have... Again, you were awesome. Stay on there, right? Yeah. Okay, let's do another one. Never. Speaking of work, never have I ever fallen asleep at work. Dun dun dun. Don't be scared. They can't. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> it is what it is.
1: Well, I'll tell a quick, brief story. I was uh probably, yeah, I was twenty two, and I remember this because. Getting this job was such a big deal for me. And I and I became a security guard during the night and working for FedEx during the day. And I was very proud of myself because I, I had two jobs and I, I was taking care of things and doing very well. However, I didn't have much of a life. So there were those moments where I was just pretty much going to work, going home and go to sleep. Well, I had gotten... Got to a place where I said, you know what? I really want to enjoy some of my money. I want to have a good time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go out with some people, have a good time, hang out, that kind of thing. I did that, and then I went straight to work it. And I was working at Kaiser Hospital at the time as a security guard there. So that was 11 o'clock at night to 7 in the morning. And I took my lunch at 3. I hadn't had any sleep. Mm. And I went to the car to eat my lunch and to oh. slightly take a break, right? Oh, my goodness. The next thing I knew, the uh, head security officer Ooh. was knocking on my window. And I was sound asleep. And so, yes, he wrote me up. And, yes, he chewed me out. And and I thought to myself, I am due. Because this was when I was really young. So Right. Mm. I didn't know if they fire you right away or if they give you a chance, you know, whatever. And so I got the write-up, and then he said, hey, man, don't be so hard on yourself. I think everybody's falling asleep. And, that was nice. Yeah, on the post at some point in time. So, yeah, it made me feel a lot better, and and I made sure not to do that anymore. As a matter of fact, I think I left that job very shortly after that because I didn't want to be so tired in life right. at 22 years old. But, yeah, that's my fall
0: asleep story at work. Mm. I've never no no incredible yeah I've never fallen asleep at work now where we work now when you're on site there's actually a quiet room and you could take a nap I've always been afraid for a few reasons because you don't know what's going on in there and it's dark and uh,
1: yeah I don't mess around in in quiet rooms at work and I don't steal people's food <laughs>
0: <laughs> well the thing too is is I've always like if if I felt comfortable in the quiet room, I would just feel like if I'm that tired to take a nap at work, I might not wake up in time to, you know, report back. And then, yeah, I don't
1: like those. Well, let me ask you this before we move on. Have you ever worked graveyard? No. Okay. That explains a lot. I worked a lot of graveyard shifts. Mm -hmm. And when you do the, up and about, and walking around, of course, it's hard to fall asleep or get real tired. I mean, you get tired, but you just don't have that opportunity to fall asleep. But when you are sitting pretty much stationary for long hours, it's easy to fall asleep. So I think that's why I, I've had that situation opposed to you.
0: Right. Here's the good one. And I think the answer to this and the stories tied to this might take us to the end of this episode. But never have I ever. Read a partner's text messages. Ooh. <laughs> have you read mine? And
1: you know I have. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm playing. I know you don't know all the time when I do it, but uh-uh. yeah, of course I have. And not because I'm, I'm worried or concerned. Like there are times when we've had conversations and you're texting and you've told me about something that was happening and you didn't tell me the rest of it, or there was more that came through, or you got up and left and went to the bathroom or somewhere and the text message went off again. And of course, you know, I pick it up, but I'm not a snooper. I'm not looking for, for trouble and I'm not looking for, I mean, if I've always been like this, you know, this, if, if there's something going on, it'll show itself one way or another. And when it does, yeah, that's when I pounce. But, not before then, because it's just no need in doing that. That's ridiculous to me.
0: Yeah. Have you? Well, here's the thing. So right now, for those who are listening, if you have read your partner's text messages, I'm sure you guys have great stories. And your Uh-oh. stories probably top this one, but I'm going to share this, and I don't think I ever have. Are you about to tell the Mantonese? I sure am. Oh, my god! And I'm going to try to tell it as, as best as I can. So you were already asleep. Yes. And... I just so happen to check your phone Mm -hmm. because here's what I believe. And I believe that (laughs) even though people are married together, I don't think that's any reason to put your radar down. Like if something's telling you, check something out, check it out. That's just how I feel. So this intuitive voice that was (laughs) it <laughs> was completely wrong, but I checked it out. And so you had text between you and this person, and here's how her name was spelled. M-A-N-T-A-N-I-C-E, Mantanice. <laughs> so in the text that I saw, man, Denise was going to be over the following day at such and such a time. And I knew I wasn't going to be there cause I was going to be at, it was either work or school, work. one of those. And I called my best friend, one of my best friends, Sean Lee. And I said, you are not going to believe this. And she's all, what's going on? I said, I, Corey's cheating on me. There is a girl coming over to my house, girl, my house, the <laughs> house that I pay half for, you know, going on like that. And I said, and her name is Mantanise, And I was like, I don't know what kind of name that is. I said, she's Spanish. Like Corey's always loved the Latino women. Right. So dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. And Sean's like, I've never heard that name. I said, me neither. Pretty exotic. And I said, and so we start breaking down what we know as like Hispanic countries Mm -hmm. where it's Spanish speaking. And I said, I, it doesn't sound Mexican. And she goes, no, she goes, well, maybe it's like Guatemalan. (laughs) Now let's pause
1: there for a second, (laughs) because we're seriously going down a rabbit hole. That is insane. As I hear this story, not only again, but I'm realizing like, my wife and her best friend really had this conversation.
0: We really did at like two in the morning. Oh my goodness. We really did. And I was worked up. Yeah, I remember. And she's like, Maybe it she's Guatemalan. I'm like, Maybe. That's maybe why we've never heard of the name. Right. And she said, and I to this day, Sean told me, Corey wouldn't do that to you. She was there's gotta be a logical explanation. Thank I you, said Sean logical explanation she's coming over when i'm not here and he didn't say you know anyone was coming over or whatever and i and then she's like yeah and i'm talking to her like you're my best friend you better take up for me like (laughs) girl power what is going on so of course sean comes over to my side and she's like that's messed up that's messed up if that's this that's what's going on Right, right right so i said i'm gonna call her and sean's like call her Get to the bottom of it and call her. Call her. Call her. Do at it. Two o'clock in the morning. That's <laughs> yeah.
1: Smart, wise thing <laughs> to do. And I'm not saying you're not smart, but I know in that moment, at that time, no rationale makes sense other right? than what you're thinking about.
0: Exactly. I, I was in the grip. Right. I couldn't see straight. Right, That's right. what it was. So I called her and sure enough, a woman answers the phone. Oh my gosh. And she's a... Uh, and she's clearly, I woke her up from her sleep and she's like, hola. Oh. And I'm all Mantonese. And I said, hola. <laughs> I said, and in, in the best Spanish I could do, I said, yo soy esposa de Cory. And what I, I, I thought I was saying, you know, this is Corey's wife. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's right. Corey's married. Corey's married. And of course, I had some choice words for her. Oh my gosh. Right. And she goes, can't. And I said, don't play it off like you got busted. He's married. Stop messing with my husband. You're not coming over. Blah, 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 blah. Right? And I'm telling her off. And she's just totally (laughs) disheveled. Oh, my
1: goodness. Please, if you're listening to this, it gets so much better.
0: Yes, please stay here. And by the way, I was not a teenager when this happened. I was in my 30s. Yes. Right? Married with children. This is when this happened. All three. Yeah, so I get off the phone with her. I call Sean back. I'm like, I told her. I said, and it is a woman. And she is Spanish. So I knew for sure I caught you. So anyways, the next day, I get up and go. <laughs> and um, you called me. And you said, Jen, well, you want to say what you said? Do you remember? I remember, but no. You, yeah. You, you- so you said, Jen did you go through my phone last night? And I was like, you were dang right. I did. And you are so (laughs) busted. I am so done with you. I'm through. I can't believe this. I'm so good to you. You know, And I just went off and you said you made a call last night. Didn't you? I said, of course I did. What'd you think? Like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to take it. I don't think so. And I, (laughs) and again, and then you said, so, the maintenance guy was supposed to come today, you know, to fix that thing that you keep complaining about. I even forgot what the thing was. It was
1: the washing machine. Okay. The water was, the piping was angled the wrong way. So the water was trying to come back into the house. And it had been probably two months of that, me having to go outside and figure out how to get the right. water. And now. I was going to
0: the laundry mat and all that stuff. So we was finally coming over. And you said the maintenance guy was coming over and now he's not. And I'm like maintenance i was like maintenance as in mantanese remember guys that's the name that was on the phone so i'm like no, no no it can't be that and then you said i can't believe you called his wife he was no longer coming over because no. his wife now thought He was cheating. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So now the story goes crazy. She's going off on him because he, she's thinking, esposa, Mm -hmm. that you know, that I'm his girlfriend and I'm calling you in the middle of the night to tell you off. So, oh, poor guy. Yeah. And then I was like, should I call him to apologize, right? (laughs) I need to clean this up. And you're all, no, don't call anyone. I can't believe you. But what's crazy is like, you weren't raising your voice to me. You were just like in disbelief. And this is the moral to the story. Everyone who's listening, thank you for staying right here with me. I said, Corey, you really need to learn how to spell. (laughs) I said, that is not anywhere near maintenance. It's mantonese, And so, that, yeah, that's how I can be yeah. with stuff like that. And I told Sean what happened. And she's like, I knew there was a logical reason. I said, did you think it was maintenance? She she's all, heck no. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't make
1: stories up like that. No, you can't. And the, the sad part about it was the phone call that I got from this guy. And I won't say his name because who knows who listens. But he calls me and he goes, Mr. Corey, in his right very Spanish accent. Yes, I can't come to your house anymore. And I said, but wait, you're supposed to come today. No, your wife called my wife last night. I can't come to your house anymore. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And I could hear her in the background talking to him. And I thought, maybe I can clear it up. This was before I talked to you. Uh And I was like, do you want me to? He was like, no, please don't
0: talk to my wife anymore. (laughs) All right. Yes, I'm so sorry. But. The moral to this story
1: is learn how to spell.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) Don't react. Like, just always think there's got to be a logical reason until you know for sure. Then go off. But until then, hold your peace. Yeah. Peace (laughs) is the key. Yeah. Well, this was good. And well, we hope you guys had a good time. Mm -hmm. I know life is serious. Take some time to have fun and. Not be so serious along with the life that we're leading right now. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, it's to take the elevator. We say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.